welcome to the MHR podcast. This is episode two. Uh, my name's Andy. And I am Gemma. Gemma, it's the second episode. We've officially made it. It is indeed. Diffi- Very exciting. The difficult second episode. What are we going to talk about today? So our topic for today is all going to be around employee engagement and retention, as it seems to be quite a hot topic in the world of HR. So to assist us in that conversation today, um, we have one of our colleagues along with this conversation. So that is Rebecca Carter, who is product owner for talent and engagement here at MHR. Hello, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Hi, Rebecca. You own engagement. Is that I what do. your job means? <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Oh, brilliant. So you are the best person to talk about engagement. You own this engagement here. Brilliant. So um, it seems to be like a really hot topic, doesn't it? Like employee engagement, retention. There's lots of things being said about this. Why do you think it's such an important area to discuss or be aware of in a business? I think there's a couple of reasons, really. I think the the first one that feels obvious to go to is the recent times that we've just all lived through with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, It's it's touched all of our lives in different ways um, and impacted every industry. It's not really left anywhere untouched. And so I think ultimately living through something like that changes the way that you think about work and about life and about where you spend your time. So it couldn't be a more important time for organizations to start to really focus in on how they make it worthwhile and attractive to to go to work right i was going to ask the about the awkward p question the pandemic because the the immediate assumption is like like everything we talked about recently is that you know a lot of the things that we talk about the issues we face are because of the pandemic but um and i i imagine a lot of the things we'll talk about today are as a result of that but would you say that um employee engagement and retention is you know is an even more severe topic now because of that or has this been a long brewing thing before the pandemic before we knew about this virus i think it's shone a light on it absolutely i think there are other factors at play um we've got different generations entering the workforce now you know millennial gen z starting to dominate the workplace and they just have different ideas about what they want to achieve from work, what they're looking to gain and what they're willing to sacrifice and will move with their feet. There's been lots of research around, um, you know, trying to work somewhere where you feel aligned and aligned to the vision and to the kind of external impact of the organisation and just feel more engaged and more empowered by the work that you're doing. So I think all of these factors come into play and then we shine something like a global pandemic over the top of everything as this sort Mm. of lens it just really starts to exacerbate the fact that you you shouldn't and can't really afford to ignore your employees. So would you say it's like um, it's, it's like an added weight, it's an added pressure, isn't it? Now, no, engagement is always important. Like people get dissatisfied all the time and maybe want to move on or need more encouragement. But when you add that extra external pressure outside of work, that's something that obviously impacts the organisation as well or their view on the organisation. So it's just, just an extra weight to consider about how we better engage employees. Which is, is, that, about, is that right? I'd say so, yeah. And yeah. I think it's just about taking a step back. I think one thing that the pandemic pandemic did let us do is just pause for a second and evaluate. And I think that that equally applies to an employee's journey as it does an organisation. So it, it should give you the opportunity to stop and pause and think, where are we going? Why are we going there? And how are we going to take our people along with us on that ride? Um, which possibly was neglected pre-pandemic because of just the the tirelessness of being in the day-to-day and not having time to do that pausing and reflection. And would you say there are kind of key areas in regards to engagement that companies are seemingly kind of focusing on like key areas within engagement so whether it's kind of corporate responsibility or um, I'm trying to think of other things so you know improving communications or work-life balance things like that do you 
kind of see kind of key areas that most businesses are looking at to kind of focus these engagement initiatives on or? Yeah, I think it's really broad and it's going to depend on your industry. So it's going to depend on what your organisation and your employees are looking for um, and what makes them particularly tick. So communication is a massive one, I think, that mm. really needs to be examined. We're seeing so many more roles now around internal comms and really focusing on that language and that narrative. Um, and trying to be more creative with it. So trying yeah. to use more methods. Um, and I think ultimately be a bit more human with how you communicate mm. with your employees and break down that barrier um, to, to bring them on on the journey and, yeah. and empower them with knowledge rather than feel like it's too formal. Mm. Yeah. Um, Work-life balance, I think absolutely that you mentioned is really, really key. Um, it's probably the one thing that all of us have come out of the pandemic really trying to prioritise more of. Um, and I think just trying to find a sense of purpose I think is, is a really key one to try and highlight um, because there's so much research about belonging and identity and how you can mm. contribute more and get more from your people if they are seeing that vision um, so trying to define that and be very free with that and communicate that is going to be really really important so there's lots of different things I think yeah. that organizations should be focusing on and are mm. and I think a key part of that just picking up on something that you said there like talking about a company's people I think that's it's fundamental. At the end of the day, all employees are people. And I think probably pre-pandemic, that may have slightly been forgotten. And it was just seen as resource and a function. And they're just there to do something. Whereas actually, there's a lot of value in a person themselves and everything they bring to the role, not just looking at, you know, are they ticking the boxes on their job description? So even like expanding that out, like employee well-being, do you think that's a piece of kind of engagement or even part of the retention piece? is making sure your employees are feeling kind of cared for almost. Absolutely. And I think actually that's one of those lines in the sand where you, you will either um, retain or lose your people or attract mm. or, or lose that candidate based on your approach to their well-being and, mm. and their mental sort of state of wellness um, and, and honouring that work-life balance and, and giving them something valuable for, the, for, for them and, and their family. Um, so, yeah, abs absolutely. I think morale, well-being, they can be seen as metrics i think sometimes in mm. some studies but actually yeah. it's more about drilling into the individual um, yeah. and understanding how you can support them on that one-to-one -one basis it's it's useful to understand broadly um well-being if you can but actually breaking it down into psychological well-being financial all those different areas and trying to offer the most support that you can is going to be a really valuable tool it sounds like as well, from what you said, it's also about how we apply that learning as well. So you talked a lot about research in terms of we've determined through our research that, you know, um, communication and feeling valued and well-being, work-life work balance are all things that are affecting engagement and they are the metrics we could measure engagement on. But how can we use that insight to actually do something like what can we do with that? What can employers do with that? to actually increase engagement then with that intent? Like what tactics can they, they, they adopt? I think going back to communication, that's the first one I'd say. I think if you can monitor your engagement, let's brand it, it might be lots of different things, but if you can monitor that consistently and mm. not at static points, but actually keep a, a, a flow of it and understanding of it, you can then start to preempt issues or actually just become a bit more in tune with how your people feel, how they react to certain situations or certain changes and how they manage that. And be a bit more emotionally intelligent to how, how they react and how they are so that you can make better decisions. And that all impacts your communication. So it might be that you communicate certain things in through video or through, you know, line managers or you're, you're picking your, your method um, so that it's got the best effect. Um, but also, I think looking at 
the feedback that you get. So actually mm. really paying attention to what people are saying and then applying that in a way that works for the business. So it might be re-looking at your reward initiatives. Um, it might be looking at um, training opportunities. So actually really trying to take that reflection time and, and give time to honour what your people are saying. Yeah. Is it about finding like additional points for us to track that feedback as well? Like, I mean, I think we've all heard about, you know, uh, your onboarding and then you've got your exit interviews and these are all stages in the journey where we get oh, a sense of how they're feeling. But are we saying that this is something that should be done more frequently then through an, an employee's journey at a company? You know, you know, and how do we identify those key points where we can go, well, actually, we're getting a better sense of someone's well-being or uh, alignment with our culture or ha you know level of happiness while they're with us before they get to the disappear dissatisfaction stage mm -hmm. and start to leave because it seems like to me a lot of the problem is we only learn about the people who are dissatisfied once they've already made their mind up that they need to be going yeah. like how do we learn that they're on the way to being dissatisfied yeah i think that's a really good point it's all about i think there's so many areas of hr where we're really trying to move from reactive to proactive and really preempt the issues before they occur um, I think performance management particularly is an interesting term because mm. it makes it seem like you're managing something that's gone wrong, whereas actually it should just be an ongoing sort of process. And it's the same with engagement. So I think whether you're obtaining that through surveys um, or competitions or just through line manager interactions or just by identifying things through conversations, just having chats with people, really trying to underpin a lot of your um, actions with that motivation to find out how people are doing what they think what they think about your business how they feel about working there what makes them love it and what makes them sometimes wonder about whether they'd go um, and move on and um, all of those things i think should be happening quite fluidly which i know is easier said than done um but that i think that will give you the best result if you can really tune into that more than once or twice a year because um, ultimately i think employees can sometimes see through that and see that it becomes very transactional rather than beneficial for them to participate and i think that's where you get the example that you gave andy on um you know I, i'm going to go now so i'm going to give this feedback um which is often too late okay great and i think for for people who are listening to this who maybe you know our hr administrators our hr leaders who are listening to the podcast today and thinking about wanting to kind of look at their retention look at you know where they need to start going with employee engagement and continuing that on are there any particular tools you can think of or techniques that might be kind of things for them to start thinking about at, when they look at their own organizations and things they can kind of take away to have a think about that might assist with kind of engaging their employees absolutely i think technology is probably your best friend at this point yeah. um, as a starting point so whether that's um deploying surveys or launching competitions like i mentioned or just just using the communication that way um i probably just say get creative you know don't feel like you're tied down by old traditional methods of communication yeah. get creative and start engaging with people um is a fantastic way and try and make it two ways so it's interactive so that they can feed back to you in the moment um, and and you know communicate with mm. their colleagues it's a really good tool um but also i think looking broader and looking at that strategy piece of you know where are you going why are you going there reviewing that performance strategy and, and how you manage your people whether it is in certain um, time frames or whether it's more fluid um, try and put yourself in the in the mindset of somebody who's just joined your organization you know do they understand what the big picture is mm. um, and that could include the csr initiatives um, it could include um, business targets, it might include different learning that's available to them, all these different things, but do they understand that and how do they understand that? Um, and if they don't, 
how can you improve that? And I think often um, the point of contact that's the most valuable to you in that conversation is the line manager. So you know, really yeah. start to address, do your line managers have the right emotional intelligence skills to be having these conversations um, and transmitting your, your vision throughout the workforce um, to help them be engaged? Um, one of a, a more fun one, I suggest, is that I've seen a few things online around sort of chief fun officers, <laughs> um, which I think is a really interesting concept. But um, it's valuable because I think we've we've lost that, haven't we, through mm. operating via teams for so long or, you know, yeah. and losing that human contact. So actually, who's picking that up? Who's going to be a champion across the organisation to encourage that actually, you know, let's get back to it. Let's all, you know, meet up or even if it's still online, let's do some more social um opportunities or you know launching different initiatives trying to get different people involved from across the organization in you know different projects who's bringing that all together um so i think there's lots of different things that you can try i mean i like i really like that idea chief fun officer yeah. that wouldn't suit me because I'm, I'm definitely not, not andy no um, i, I could just, do that though you 100%. could do it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah i think that is one of those pieces that kind of people kind of i think forgot how much you get out of being in the office and talking to someone in the canteen, get grabbing a coffee and just having that social aspect part of work. And it all plays into the work-life balance and everything else that we've talked about today. So yeah, I think especially for, you know, organizations who are still working from home or moving into more of a hybrid working pattern. Yeah. Having someone who can take on, let's, you know, do something social, let's have fun at work because for the majority of us, we spend most of our lives here yeah. and, you know, working with these people day in and out, like we should have a little bit of fun. Exactly. You know, I know I enjoy coming into work because of the people that I work with. So, exactly. you know. And that's got to be really difficult for some organisations because they've taken uh, the pandemic as an opportunity to reframe. And as a result, a lot more people's jobs are home based now where they wouldn't exactly. have been before. So it kind of goes back to the point you made, Rebecca, about well, how do we create that point of connection? Because that's what it is, actually, isn't it? Engagement comes through connection. And mm -hmm. if we feel disconnected, we're going to feel less, you know, close to that workplace and that culture. Um, are there any particular things that can be done digitally through technology that can support home workers um, and help them feel more part of that company culture? I mean, there's loads of tools now, aren't there? I mean, we mm. use, I can't even count on yeah. all my fingers how many that we use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all these different um, mechanisms. But I think being as inclusive as you possibly can mm. is probably just the most important. So whichever tools that you're using, however you're choosing to communicate, um, keeping that as consistent and inclusive as you can. But also, I think when it comes to technology, trying to keep everything um, under one roof is something that we'd always try and recommend. Um, because in terms of building resilience, building engagement, you know, enabling your employees to actually seek out their own information and seek out connections. Um, it really does, it, it's like a cycle, isn't it? The more you do it, the more the more you're going to get um, from your people. So I think those are the kind of things I'd think about. Not just going for a Guinness then. <laughs> Stop <laughs> with the Guinness, Andy. I'm going to get that sponsorship. <laughs> Well, I think this has been quite an interesting conversation for today then, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. I think it's been really insightful. I think it's like a lot of people are talking about it. It's nice to hear about like how different people can look at it in different ways. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like the idea that, you know, just remembering this is about people, right? People just need exactly. to remember that other people are nearby and you can connect with them in different ways just because you work in a different environment or because things have happened. It's about reconnecting as much as it is connecting in the first place, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, so thanks, Rebecca. I found that really insightful. No, thank you for having me. It's been lovely to join you guys.
Brilliant. Well, that is it. That's the end of our second episode. I hope you found it as interesting as we did. Remember, you can keep up to date with uh, what our previous episode has been like and what our future ones will be like by following us at mhrglobal.com and uh, checking out our social media channels. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.